the 2020 revised budget of 5.84 trillion. To promote fiscal transparency, accountability, and comprehensiveness, the budgets of 60 government-owned enterprises have been integrated into the 2021 budget proposal. In aggregate, 31% of projected revenues is to come from oil-related sources, while 69% is to be earned from non-oil resources. Overall, the size of the budget has been constrained, of course, by low revenues. So the table just shows a summary of the revenues And at slide 22, the, an overview of the expenditure framework. The 2021 federal government expenditure includes including the 60 government-owned enterprises and also including project-type loans is projected to be 13.08 trillion naira. This is 21% higher than the revised budget 2020. The recurrent non-debt spending estimate is put at 5.93 trillion, and this is 43.19% of the total expenditure, and also 14.32% higher than the 2020 revised budget estimate. This increase is a reflection in the increase of salaries and pensions. The aggregate capital expenditure is proposed at 3.85 trillion. This is 29.43% of the total expenditure. I'm happy to report that we are near the 30% that was committed by this government in the ERGP. This 3.85 trillion is 43.4% higher than the 2020 revised budget, inclusive of capital component of statutory transfers, government-owned enterprises capital, as well as project-type loans and expenditures. At 3.12 trillion, debt service is 23.88% of the total expenditure. And this is 16.63% higher than the 2020 revised budget. Provisions to retire maturing bonds to local contractors Suppliers of 220 billion has been made in the budget, and this represents 1.68% of the total expenditure. This reflects federal government's commitment to offset accumulated areas of contractual obligations dating back over 10 years. Distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen, let me speak to you regarding the deficit and how we plan to finance the deficit. And also mention, or you will see in the table, some of the critical ratios that are worth tracking. The overall deficit is 5.193 trillion for 2021. This represents 3.64% of the GDP. The Fiscal Responsibility Act has a provision that requires that the deficit should be at 3%. But the same act also has a provision that says, under unusual circumstances, the president, with the understanding of the National Assembly, 
can have a deficit that is higher than that previously. So this is still in conformity with the Fiscal Responsibility Act. The, debit, the budget deficit is to be financed mainly by borrowings, 50% domestic, 50% foreign. We also have a component of multilateral loans that will be drawn down during, and bilateral loans that will be drawn down during the year 2021. And this is estimated at 709.69 billion. We will be expecting privatization proceeds. This is from sale of government-owned assets in the total sum of 205.15 trillion. At slide 25, I don't know if you can see this, it's just to show you a few of the top 10, let me see, the top 10 government uh, ministries, departments, and agencies in terms of recurrent expenditure. So the biggest recurrent expenditure is for the Ministry of Defense at 840.56 billion. This is closely followed by the Ministry of Education at 545 billion, then Ministry of Police Affairs, and the Ministry of Health at 380 billion. It goes right up to, to Ministry of Interior, Youth and Sports, National Security Advisor, Foreign Affairs, Ministry of Agriculture at 69.22%, and the Office of the Secretary to the Government. These allocations underscore our commitment to increase investment in national security and human capital development, specifically education and health. So top 10 allocations in the 2021 budget capital. The previous one was recurrent, and this is at slide 26. The Federal Ministry of Works and Housing has the highest allocation of 404.64 billion naira, closely followed by the Ministry of Finance Budget and National Planning at 382.63 billion. Let me explain here that the Ministry of Budget and National Planning carries in its budget the whole of the service-wide budget. So the component for the ministry alone without service-wide is 382 billion. Federal Ministry of Transport has a budget of 256 billion. Federal Ministry of Health, 211 billion. Right through to, we have power, education, water resources, defense, again, agriculture and world development, and Federal Ministry of Aviation. At slide 27, it's just to show you a little bit more detail on the provisions that have been made for the federal for, for the education sector. So while the Ministry of Education has a provision of 742.52 billion, there's also a provision of 70.05 billion for UBEC and 318 billion for TechFund. The total of this the three put together is 1.13 trillion. And this represents 8.64% of the federal government budget. So people that like to say we need to reach a certain percentage have to take the pain to aggregate the provisions that have been made also by the states and the local governments, and then add to the federal government's provision. For the Ministry of Health at slide 28 is an aggregate provision of 632 billion 
which represents 4.84%. And this includes the provision to the main ministry, 45 billion made for immunization, 5.5 billion that is provided as counterpart funding required for us to access some uh, medical uh, benefits from the global fund, and also the transfer to the basic health care provision fund of 1% of the CRF at 35.03 billion. At slide, at the next slide just shows, and this slide, this presentation will be posted on the website of the Ministry of Finance, Budget and Mission Planning, as well as the Budget Office of the Federation. It's just to show you the line by line provisions for the main Ministry of Finance and the agencies under the ministry. The next slide also shows some details of the provisions that we have made in the presidency. You can see the total of the current and capital being 72.918 billion. We have been undertaking some initiatives to improve revenue. And I'd like to speak to you about a few of those initiatives. Several measures have been instituted to improve government revenue and entrench a regime of prudence with emphasis on achieving value for money. The goal of the fiscal interventions will be to keep the economy active through carefully calibrated regulatory policy measures to boost domestic revenue and also to de-risk the enterprise environment to attract external investments and enhance our sources of funding. Improving the tax administration framework to optimize government revenue is a major cost of this administration. We have put in place the Strategic Revenue Growth Initiative, which contains a suite of measures that are targeted 